It's your man, Peter Ham, checking on in here, giving a quick prelude to today's historic episode of the Ham Planet podcast. We had the MLB's finest representing the good old Colorado Rockies, the one and only Mr. Sam Hilliard in the building. And we had an absolute blast. But before we blast off into the galaxy of good vibes, I would like for each of you to know that today's episode is dedicated to the Team Hilliard Foundation. If you're close to Sam or you know Sam or you know the Hilliard family, you know that they're the definition of good people. And it would mean the world to me if we could all help raise awareness for ALS and help support the Team Hilliard Foundation in one way or another, whether that's giving them a follow on Instagram, connecting with Team Hilliard via their website, teamhilliardfoundation.org, whether it's making a contribution, a donation, um, anything helps. Anything helps, and your efforts mean the world to not only Sam, not only to the Hilliard family, but to everyone in the world who is looking to strike out ALS. Ladies and gents, that being said, make sure you visit teamhilliardfoundation.org and make sure to give good old Team Hilliard Foundation a follow on Instagram. What you're doing right now, go to your Instagram, follow Team Hilliard, and show some love is that y'all with that being said ladies and gents let's get this show on the road raise another round peter have another glass be thankful for today knowing that it'll never last let's leave this world laughing when our eulogies are red and may we all get to heaven before the devil knows we're dead brother shall we head to my favorite planet the galaxy, the planet of good vibes, 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 it's time! Alright, alright, alright. I love humanity, I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is space ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. <laughs> Nectar of the gods. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are blasting off to the galaxy of good vibes. In approximately five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening. Ladies and gents, welcome to Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. If you're new to the show tonight, happy to see you. To preface the show, we're all about three things here. Good vibes, great people, and glorious stories. So you got to make sure that you buckle up and you get ready for all three of those because we are going to be checking all three of those boxes tonight, ladies and gents. We have a special one in store tonight. I will tell you what. Tonight, we have... A legend from the Ham Planet podcast returning. He smacked and sent 27 homers in the big leagues playing for the good old Colorado Rockies. Most importantly, he comes from the heart of Mansfield, Texas. He's a great brother, and he's also a great husband to his lovely wife, Kat. Shout out, Kat. Coming in at six foot five, 237 pounds of lean, mean, home run smacking, Texas fighting machine. He absolutely owns Noah Syndergaard. 
And before you know it, he's going to own every pitcher in the majors. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a privilege to introduce our guest, the one and only, Mr. Sam Hilliard. Let's give it up for him again. Thank you. What an intro. Thank you so much. Brother, you love to see it. And brother, my first question of the night is going to be, could you walk through the physical, mental, spiritual even, emotions that occurred when you smack a homer? Um, it's hard to even say because a lot of times I kind of forget what happened. Yeah. I remember the swing and then I run around the bases, get in the dugout and then I'll be like, I, I just blacked out. Because yeah. there's nothing like hitting a home run in the big leagues, man. Uh, it's so cool, you know, when you when you touch the ball and you know for sure that it's gone right off the bat. Yeah. And you can just kind of trot around the bases. It's the best feeling in the world. Um, and uh, recommend it to anyone if you haven't tried it. But it's fun. Highly recommend, honestly. I've, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. It's, uh, it, looks, it looks great. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but mentally... Like I said, blackout physically, it's like a, a high. You know, it's like a high feeling. Absolutely. Uh, and spiritually, fulfilling. That's one word that I could use. Brother uh, Sam Hilliard's signature is. Yeah. Always got to give thanks to the good Lord. Uh, thank for the opportunity and the blessings and the abilities that he's blessed me with. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. Old Tommy Brady. Been in 10. Man, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. When Tom heard, Brady. He was retiring. It was almost like somebody died. I like got sad. Oh, it's it's so. T- I mean, because he's been he's in our living back. rooms since we were young children. Do you believe Tom Brady's done forever, or do you think he's going to pull a Favre? What do you think he's going to do? I think he's done, man. He's got nothing left to prove. He's going to go hang out with what's his wife's name again? I Giselle. Uh, yeah, Giselle and the kids, and just sit on a big pile of money and her pile of money is even bigger so they push them together and sit on it that's large that's a big old pile of money how big how tall are you? that's tall stack it to the ceiling oh least. yeah and they got high ceilings brother very high <laughs> they um they do well i gotta give it to them yeah and tom brady i mean i know god he's just mr america he just does everything right takes yep. care of his body knows how to win and i would have loved to see him go out on top after the cowboys got eliminated i, I was rooting for him yeah uh but you know god has other plans now we're rooting for burrow honestly the brady game they almost won they did that was crazy that was nuts. that yeah. weekend that weekend of games was nuts three of the four games came down to a game-winning field goal yeah right i i and i think all of them did no all of them did all of them yeah i think so Either way, it was just, man, what wow. a great weekend of football. I'm not a big NFL fan to begin with, but I watched every game, and I was like on the edge of my seat with my bourbon. Bought screaming in. Screaming at the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, San Francisco-Green Bay game, nuts. Yeah, that was nuts. San Francisco didn't do anything on offense, and then they won. Yeah, that was wild. Wasn't that, didn't that come down to like a lot of special teams plays? Yeah. Yeah. What about Aaron Rodgers? Do you think he gone from Green Bay? They're going to trade him? Apparently he's going to Denver is what I'm hearing. Denver. Denver. Aaron Rodgers. Let's hang out. I live in Denver sometimes. I know you do, senor. <laughs> That'd be cool. I like that guy. 
Brother, I like him too. Yeah. I think I think that would be sick. I mean, my inside source for that is people from Denver. But Oh yeah. Matt Manion? Yeah, Matt's one of them, <laughs> Big except Matt. Denver football guy. Oh, huge Denver guy. Yeah, love that guy. Loves Joe Flacco. Another Joe who's been in the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh yeah, there Joe Flacco. Joe. You got Joe Joey Theismann? No. Joe Theismann? Joe uh a lot of other Joes. I'm not a big NFL guy. <laughs> yeah. Brother. No problem with that. Well, so we're we're uh we're picking the old Bengals. Is that what we're saying? I'm going with the Bengals here. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. You heard it here first? Yeah. Do we have a final score prediction on the game? I'm gonna go twenty four twenty one. Twenty four Bengals. Coming down to the wire. Twenty one Ramps. Stick with the theme of the playoffs. Game-winning field goal. Bengals. Yeah. I think that'd be – that's what I want to happen too. That'd be cool. Like just a good game. Stafford slinging darts. Joey Burrow slinging darts. Uh, Come down to the wire. Joe Burrow pushes it down for a field goal. Is, Is Odell Beckham an elite receiver? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's a freak athlete, right? I mean, he used to play for the Giants, so no. <laughs> Remember that catch he made against the Cowboys? I know. Are so we allowed no. to talk about that on this show? I guess it's authorized tonight. But <sighs> yes, of course, I remember. Senor. Can't deny that greatness of that catch. It was um, it was a good catch, but Coop and CD are better. Oh, facts. Oh, yeah. And Gallup. When he's healthy, feel bad for Gallup towards ACL. Yeah, that sucks. And Jarwin, too. Big Jarwin guy. Love Stryfin Jarvin. <laughs> Jarvin? <laughs> that was Jarwin. It's, Jar- it's Jarwin. Okay. Uh, old Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. That guy's a beauty. Nasty. Love to see it. Hands, hands like Charmin. Soft hands. Yeah. Smooth. Silky. I hear Soft. It. It doesn't even make a sound when he catches it. None. Yeah. He's good. We need to keep him around. Yeah, he's good. He's underrated. He's like the second the second best, second version of Witten, hopefully. Big shoes to fill. Massive. Hard to compare anyone to that guy. That guy's That's true. I'm getting that, I'm getting way too ahead of myself. That's okay. Uh aspirations. Or Starvin Jarvin. Starvin Jarvin. I love them both. <laughs> Oh. Senor, okay, scooting and booting along, Senor. Senor, if there was a documentary about your life, it would be titled Late Bloomer. Brother, how would it be titled Late Bloomer? It would be titled Late Bloomer because I was a late bloomer in my life, uh, athletically and physically. Um, I had zero offers to any Division One schools out of high school. Uh, I had one offer to a junior college, took that, didn't think I was going to play in the big leagues. And then a couple years into college, I uh, just started really developing and grasping what it took, what it meant to uh, have extreme work ethic and yeah. and drive. And then I started kind of putting raw ability uh, with work ethic together, and I became more of a complete player. And I'm still working on it, by no means a complete player yet, but I'm getting close and um, Absolutely, I think senor. the best is yet to come. So, late bloomer. 
Oh, it's definitely be- it's the best is yet to come. No doubt about yeah. that, brother. What about you? Do you have a name for your documentary? Hmm. I've only had a few people turn it on me. Sorry. I know this no, is I, your I, show. I love it. No, okay. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I would say, you know, cleansing. <laughs> so, brother, I've... I bounced around. I've got. I think I got a, a few, but I'll say one of them that comes to mind. A search for synergy. Wow. What do you think? That's great. That's yeah. great. Alliteration. Al- see, I'm a big alliteration guy. So am I. Yeah. I love it. It rolls off the tongue. It sounds great. You need it. It's and smooth. What's synergy again? I know kind of. Synergy what- is like the perfect cohesion of energy. It's like when two forces come together and are like a perfect blend or they mix perfectly and there's balance. Does it have to be two or is it just like, can it be a It bunch? can be any. Okay. So. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm, let's, let's like, get it. Let's get an exact, let's call our guy Google. It's worth a Google. Let's. I mean, I, I believe you. That sounds like a legit. I do want the synergy meaning. Would your document... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, you see, Senor, the synergy definition is... First, it's a noun. It's a noun. Synergy is a noun. The interaction or cooperation of two or more organizations, substances, or other agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate effects. Wow. I love it. That makes perfect sense. Hell yeah. That's one of my favorite words. That's too. a good word. You say that word and people, it makes people happy. A search for synergy. Yeah. That's what my, that's, that, that, that's what I'd be. You, Cause uh, I'm always looking for that, you know, perfect, uh, you know, life is opportunity cost in every direction. That's if right. You're not, if you're doing one thing, you're not doing another. And, uh, you obviously want to. Be the best version of yourself. Combine or use your energy in the best way possible. Absolutely. And then when yeah. you can do it with other people, it's even better. That's right, because you only Strength have so much numbers. energy and time. You want to spend it on things that are important and things Hell that yeah. really matter. Hell yeah. Hell Which, yeah. broad picture, why do you think America is such a great nation? Because we all, we all brought together all of our, yeah. Yeah a lot of synergy to get across the old Atlantic I'll tell you that <laughs> especially in 16 what I mean 1492 yeah 1492 yeah the first one the, the first guys I mean there's a lot of energy on that but a lot yeah. of synergy yeah no doubt Christopher Columbus synergy big synergy guy massive <laughs> brother what um, what do you think about the discovery of America who um, well, <laughs> I think it's a, a great thing for the world. The discovery so of America. Too. I mean, people, you know, have different views about it. A little bit of a controversial topic, but I right. think the discovery of America, even though there were already people here, but the discovery of the new world by the Europeans led to the creation of America, which right. led to a lot of good things around the world. A lot of people being lifted out of poverty. Yep. A lot of, uh, a lot of peace, protection, a lot of freedom, yep, a lot for of people. Um, We're the world's police. Yeah, I mean, we always. I mean, we have been our whole life. That's right. Created. Legit, our whole life. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thing about 
the the greatest country in the history of the world. Yeah. Depending depends on who you ask, but if you ask me, that's what yeah. I'll say. Oh, I mean, no doubt about her. Yeah. Not. We love Canada, and we love. I mean, we love a lot of places. Canada's pretty much just America's hat. That's what I always say. It. I mean, it. It is. Yeah. It is. It, I mean, it's a great place. So. It is a good place. I've never been. I want to go. I want to go to Banff. 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 Where's yeah. that? It's in southern Canada. My parents went there on their honeymoon. Yeah. And they told me it was really cool. And it's just like. That sounds great. Mountains, snow. It kind of sounds like uh, Banff. Yeah. It, but it's Banff, I think. B-A-N-F. B-A-N-F. You know what Banff stands for? Yeah. We don't have to say it. Yeah. If you know, you know. If not, look it up or don't look it up. Better ask somebody. You can ask somebody and they'll probably tell you. But, um, brother, I bet it is a cool place. I've never been there either. Um, love to see it, senor. Love to see it. Love to see it. Senor, and we are going to take a quick commercial break. Howdy there, ladies and gents. It's your good friend, Commercial Break Peter. Here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Unify Commerce. Say it with me now. Unify Commerce. Yes, guys, that is spelled U-N-I-F-I, commerce.com. Guys, Unify is, in fact, my company, and I thought I'd go ahead and plug them on here so you guys can know a little bit of what I do outside of having a great time on the podcast. Guys, Unify is a social technology company that simply helps other companies take their social presence to the next level. Simple as that. And the primary service I want to highlight is professional video creation. Guys, if your company is in need of an exceptional video that shows what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and why it is so valuable, then Unify is here to help. And Unify can create an exceptional advertisement that can really help build awareness and drive sales for your company. We have been in business since the summer of 2018 and helping businesses grow and capitalize on the opportunities that social presence can offer is something we love to do. So if you need a next level video, you need a next level team on your side, and that is Unify. So guys, go ahead and visit unifycommerce.com if you want to learn more. And if you want to inquire about working with us, simply go to the work with us tab and we would love to connect. Anyways, y'all back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the good old hand planet podcast. We are happy to see ya. We're having a good time. Brother Samuel, um, to get us rolling. I want to ask you, do you think the LA Lakers will win the NBA championship? They are currently one of the last seeds, if not out of the picture. Really? With Uh, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James not doing too hot. Well, I saw the other day that the coach for the Lakers, I can't remember his name. Do you know his name? Um. Blinking on her right now. <laughs> Benched old Russ uh, yeah, at the, the end of the game Yo, because yep. he wanted his best five out there. And 
obviously Russ didn't take that very well. I guess he's not playing very good lately. So he's not a good fit. He's not a good fit. Yeah, it doesn't seem like their synergy is very good. So <sighs> they need better synergy on the LA Lakers. I'm gonna say no. The Mavs are looking really good right now. The Mavs are looking kind of nice. Luca's getting hot. That boy Luca, man. That boy Luca. I tell you watch. what. The Mavs just got. Guy knows how to put a ball in a bucket. <laughs> the Mavs won the lottery when they hit that dude. Yeah, he's he's gonna be really really good for years to come. Do you? So he's what is he? Twenty three? I think he's twenty one. I thought he was twenty one. Uh, when I was, how old are you, Luca? Brother, he's he's twenty two. Dang, he's twenty two. Picked the wrong hill to die on. Yeah, he's about to be twenty three ah. in February twenty on February twenty eighth. Oh wow! Hop skipping it oh, exactly a week after your birthday. He's a leap year kid. Is he? I guess that's what that means, right? Twenty eight. I thought twenty nine. Maybe it, you're right. I've been wrong before. Actually, like five seconds ago, I was it's wrong. so confusing. It is confusing. Why do we do leap? Why do we have to do like I, we get it? The sun or whatever, but I don't know. We're fine. The sun, the moon. Let's just keep it 31. Saturn. Or 30. Let's just do 30 every month. 30. Yeah. I think that's 30, be so 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Also, the whole daylight savings thing. Tough. Hard to deal with. Tough. In Arizona, they don't do daylight savings. Exactly. Like, if everyone's not on the same page, why are we doing it? Yeah. As a nation. <laughs> yeah. Just going to further divide they don't us. Do it in Puerto, they don't do it in Puerto Rico. Oh, they don't? They don't. So, I'll be calling Chris, and it'll be like five-hour difference. Okay, slight exaggeration, but close. <laughs> I mean, it can be opinion. like three or four. Yeah, that's tough. When I was in the Dominican, it was uh, three hour difference from here. I think. Mm-hmm. I played in the Dominican for winter ball this year, like a couple months ago. Yes, you did, brother. Uh, didn't enjoy it that much. Well, brother, not gonna lie. You um, you took a hell of a journey. Yeah, and an an adventure, and um, I feel like that's one part of becoming a a perseverance athlete. Yeah, no is is having those experiences that just are uh, they they're they're tough, they're shit, they're kind of shitty. Yeah, but you know what? You you look back on them, you're like, you know what? We did it. We came. We learned a lot. We yeah, we uh, we did it for the love of the game. That's what we did it for. Uh, and I feel like that's that's one reason I know you, you did it. And, yeah, and I feel like no matter what, you can always you know hang your hat on that. No matter you know, yeah, no matter what. It was an interesting experience. I agree. I think it made me a better person. Probably going down there. Yeah. Uh, probably. A, maybe a better baseball player what were some of the um, differences between playing an mlb game to playing in a um what was the name of the exact the i forget the oh man i can't remember the name of the league either yeah um, it, well it's not english ladies and gentlemen no, it ain't so, english. um but yeah what what was the difference some of the differences you know. um well there were uh, it's a long list so the games were like really fun that was the part of the experience that i actually enjoyed the games like down there they love their baseball let me tell you it's like a party and everyone's going Dominican wild 
loves baseball. I mean, that's what they do. That's what, what that's they their do. game. Yeah, not soccer, no. not rugby, no, and uh, baseball. I was in the city of San Pedro de Marcoris. San Pedro and de Marcoris. There's only six teams in the league, and that is definitely the team, and with the, you know, worst facilities in the league. I would say, uh, probably you know, not the nicest city, um, but you know, <laughs> I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I went, I went down there to get some reps, and I got there, and I was kind of like. What did I get myself into a little bit? Yeah. Um, I would do differently probably if I went back. But, man, so here's a, here's a, something that would never happen in the big leagues. Right. One game, um, I was playing right field, and we went into the extra inning. So it was the top of the 10th. And uh, our pitching staff gives up five runs. Yeah. And so it's like, ugh, this inning's taking forever. It's top of the 10th. This game's over kind of feeling. Right. People are leaving the, the stands, like the crowd's leaving. <clears throat> And uh, it was like, okay, let's just get this inning over with so we can go in and hit and then whatever. Right. So uh, there's two outs, two strikes on the last hitter of the inning. They're, we had already given up five runs and a, a rock, a piece of cement off the road, probably about that big, flies over my left shoulder, whoo, lands on the ground in front of me, probably one to two feet away from hitting me in the head. Jesus. And I like, freak out, kind of stunned, turn around. Look at the wall. It's a type of outfield wall where there's no stands. It's just like yeah. the slums of the Dominican right behind the wall. Uh, and they're like throwing rocks at me. So a couple other rocks come over. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? And then the next pitch of the innings, the the third out. So I run into the dugout. And uh, I'm just stunned. I'm not mad. Like, I don't know what to do. I go and tell the coach. And I'm like, dude, I almost just got hit in the head with a rock. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for me? What? Yeah. And he goes, uh, next time just come off the field if that happens. I don't know. It was like from that moment I was like, I got to get the heck out of here. I don't know. It was like from that moment I was like, I got to get the heck out of here. <laughs> so I went and texted my agent after the game and I was like, dude, I got to go. Like I'm not, I'm not risking my, You're, my yeah, you, you do. That's like practically getting shot if you get a rock thrown at you and it hits you in the head. Yeah, I mean, I would have definitely been in the hospital. At oh, least, no at the doubt. Very least. It was big, no doubt. It was a piece of the road that came hurled at me. Yeah. So that no, was No, I mean, <laughs> if 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 that happened to anyone, they w- would do the smart thing and do what you did. I mean. Yeah. That's scary shit. I'm out. I mean, that's... You hate to see that someone would do that, too. Yeah. You know, like, have some respect. I know. And I don't know if they were necessarily throwing it at me because probably the wall's not. tall and they can't see, so they're just probably throwing this it at the team. Dumb, but that's just dumbass stuff. Yeah, it was sketch. Um, well, glad you got back safe and sound. Yeah, my wife, know. actually, shout out to Cap. She came and visited shout me down there for our one-year anniversary. And she came to a game by herself to watch me play. Sitting in the stands <laughs> up there in the middle of the Dominican, you know, beautiful white blonde girl yeah uh, the sticking out like a sword wall, thumb the only one of her kind yeah no stands oh yeah and the, uh she's just a champ and a trooper uh but i'm sure she was a oh, little yeah. uncomfortable although it was safe and it was, it was just an experience for her absolutely it was cat hilarious I feel, I feel like cat's an athlete oh she's an athlete oh no doubt about yeah. it no doubt about it she almost got hit with a foul ball that game i remember i almost hit her in the head oh that would have been bad that would have been bad. You don't want to go to a hospital in DR. Yeah, you don't. No. 
Good to go to one in Texas, so we got good ones here. Yeah, we got good ones. Shout out to the Texas hospital system. Maybe the best. Some of the best. Cheers. Some of the best. Salute. Salute. As they say in the Latin countries. Ooh, that's good, brother. That's Blanton's. That'll put hair on your ankles. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the only thing that's like, you were talking about smoothness earlier. (laughs) That's the only thing that's fucking me up. (laughs) What? Ah, Just, I'm working, I'm, I'm, I'm bitching. I'm not, I shouldn't be. I don't have, I'm not, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it tastes good, but it just is a little hot, right? It's a little hot. Yeah. It's a little hot, but it's, it's great. A, it's, amazing. it's amazing. It's amazing. America's I love drink. It. No, really. America's I could drink liquor. this shit all night, but it hurt. I mean, it. I have like, it's just natural, like, reflex shit. Yeah. Don't worry. You, your palate will mature after a while. Ma- mature. Ma- mature. That's how mature? you say it. Yeah. Mature. That's how people who are mature say the word. Mature. Yeah. Mature. Mature? Yeah. Mature. Like a French. Mature. Whatever. It's a very mature. Mature. Yeah. Mature? It's just a cool way of saying it. But, but how, do you, how do you say it? Mature. Mature. Yeah. Mature. That's how my dad used to say it. I thought it was cool. All right. That's gangster. I'll keep saying it. I mean... That's mature. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, your palate will eventually get there, brother. Just practice on the weekends and stuff. Just yeah, chug. Get some reps in. Chug bottles. It'll get better. Ten push-ups, one pull. Ten push-ups, one pull. Yeah. Back and forth, reps, reps, yeah. reps, baby. That's what I'm talking or about. Or maybe we do 100, and then we get a pull. Yeah, a little bit we get break. swole. We'd yeah. get swole. Yeah. Brother, do you do 100 push-ups per day? Um... That's not I mean, that's not something that I do. I probably have days where I do over 100 push-ups just because that's what our workout calls Entails. for. Yeah, but, you know. What is the most beneficial exercise that you do on a regular basis, Samuel Hilliard? On a regular basis? Yes, um, sir. Let's see. I do I do love the uh hip thrusters. Put a lot of weight on the barbell and throw it up maybe a little iso hold at the end uh like five reps and then a 30 second hold hit that about four times it makes me feel strong and I, as a hitter like you're you not the, you're hundo p that's that's it as a hitter you want to feel grounded in the box like that's your box oh yeah the pitcher he's he can't move you you want to hit from the ground up and if you got a strong base then it just makes you feel better right I mean, that's what we're talking about in every right sport yeah 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 not yeah. just baseball so that's core glutes legs back yeah. ass everything everything you just hammies hammies too yeah yep no arms uh maybe really, a little bit maybe maybe a little tricep yeah. i i like to go i like to be one of those guys that puts the pad nice and cushion deep. oh your pad guy yeah because i mean you, you do a lot of weight it hurts the old pelvis brother wait i mean it, is there anything wrong with being a pad guy on that exercise? I hope not. I hope not. I don't view it as. Because if that makes you a pussy, then 
I guess I'm a pussy. No, no, no. I don't think it. I think that's the one. I think the one where it's kind of like, okay, sure, is the uh, squat. The but, back squat. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, it's not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you're doing a, a lot of weight, it's okay. But if you're doing like 225 and you got to throw a pad on there. Come on. It's a little suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, like, let's clean it up. I do. They've got some of those like things where you push it into the bar but it's like a like a safety bar. it like molds around your oh, okay. uh neck and chest and so oh the one that's padded like a like a half of a rectangle that you put around your neck and it's got handles right here is that what you're talking about not that one okay I but like it's that just one. like i do like i love that one yeah that one's a very athlete worthy yeah position we do we use those a lot when we do heavy like reverse lunges and split squats and stuff so Over, so yeah. outside what what would be second on the list um i like deadlifts too love deadlifts a lot of stuff i work out at apac in fort worth uh with a group of guys in the off season a lot of uh baseball players live in the area and they run a phenomenal program over there a lot of stuff they like to do is isometric hold type workouts so yeah. like i said five reps uh one 30 second hold at the end or like deadlift so you'll do like your sets and then your last set will be just one rep minute hold at, at the bottom like right above the ground those iso holds like are so hard but yeah they make you feel super strong and explosive i feel like the isometric stuff and the hold is what you know brings it all together yeah you know it makes the shit that you're not usually like directly training mm -hmm. strong Right. It makes me feel like I can jump high whenever I do those a lot. Yeah. It increases my jump and explosiveness. And I've heard that, I uh, heard from a reliable source that if you can jump really high as a baseball player, it directly correlates to like how much power you have as a hitter. Oh, like yeah. How, how you hit the ball. I feel like no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. There's not much jumping to be done in baseball unless you got to jump and catch a ball or something like that, but... It's good, you know, just to be an athlete, be able to jump high. I agree, brother. You know who can jump out of the roof? You. No, brother. Oh. I mean, I, I got a good jump on me. Can you dunk? Uh, I haven't really tried. I bet you could dunk. I probably could. I probably could. Yeah. I really, I need to go try. But, um, brother Jordan. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, he can Bro, jump Jordan out the gym. Jordan yeah. showed me a, a video of him bouncing it off the floor, then the rim, then dunking it. Dude, he's an athlete, man. I don't <laughs> care. Jordan Ferris, I don't care what anyone says Shout about you. Shout out Jordan you. Ferris. You're an athlete. Bro, Maybe. love love Jordan. Yeah, he's a homie. Yeah. He's a, he's a Californian. And, I know. You know, they're hit or miss, but yeah. they hit on that guy. They Good hit on man. that guy. Yeah. Great man. Senor, scooting and booting right along brother you have met many brothers throughout your journey of baseball how do the eyes feel without the glasses it's bright in here i will say that yeah that's why um little little fun fact ladies and gents you know we are in a studio we try and make it as nice as we can for our people who are subscribing to the show and if you're not subscribed you better subscribe you better subscribe yeah but um yeah we got lights so that we can uh it's official. These lights are hanging off the ceiling. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
If you didn't know, now you know. This is an official studio, ladies and gents. It is a studio. Yeah. I just looked directly into one of them. Yeah. So I can't see anything. So just let me know what happens. Are you seeing colors? I see one color. It's like yellow. <laughs> you hate to injure right. the guest vision. It's coming back. We're good. Brother, you've actually got something over here. And um, what is that? Brother, this here. Let's get it. There we go. Ooh. What do we have there? Brother, this here is a one-of-a-kind bottle. Yeah? That has some historical significance yeah. behind it that is valuable beyond measure. And brother... You don't say. I've got you a gift this evening. It Stop. Is, and it is this bottle. That's for me? It is, brother. Are you... You're yanking my chain? I'm not yanking... That's awesome. ...your chain, brother. What is that? But, brother... To give you some insight about it, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Let's get a good, get a good shot. This looks like a baseball whiskey decanter. It is a base. Spot on, brother. <laughs> brother Old it school. Says, professional baseball's first 100 years. Baseball. The national pastime. First rules were written by... Abner Dooley Day. Abner Double Day. Hell yeah. Sam (laughs) knows his stuff. Come on now. In 1839. Who we got? We got no one. We're not digging. Backing it up. Professional baseball's first 100 years brother here we have a great message baseball the national pastime first rules were written by abonir doubleday great man in 1839 the same year he laid out the first baseball diamond at cooperstown new york home of the national baseball hall of fame the sport so grew in popularity that by 1969, the Cincinnati Red Stockings <laughs> banded together to become the first paid professional baseball team. Wow. Since 1869, many new teams and leagues have formed to provide America with its most popular professional sport. Wow. That's how you know that bottle's old because it's definitely not the most popular <laughs> sport nowadays. But, dude, that is sick. Thank you. 1869 to 1969. Wow. That's a whiskey decanter. That's from 69? From Jim Bean. That's really cool. Thank you, brother. Brother, originally, I will say this is the bottle, which it can be replenished. And we're going to fill her up. Yeah. I can mean, I see? this is. Yeah. So this is really cool. I I have a bourbon shelf that I keep all my cool bottles on. And this is going to go right in there, man. This is awesome. Yeah. A hundred months old. hundred months? That's the... So the the whiskey that was originally in it? Yeah. Look at the bottom. Oh. Oh, it says a hundred months old. <laughs> you think... 
Oh, that's cool. Bro, from 1969. So let's think about that. 12 years is 100 months. Or no. <laughs> Wait. 12 no, no, years no. would be 144 44 months. months. Okay. So we're talking... We're talking eight, eight years. Eight years. That's a great age for a bourbon. I guess that's how long they aged it before they put it in the bottle. So that's sick. Love to see it. Uh, unfortunately, looks like Brother Peter or somebody drank it. It's empty. But we're going to fill her back up with some good juice and put her front and central. It's still a legendary piece. We looked up the bottle you know, beforehand. It's, it's still worth a pretty penny. Yeah. Which you'd love to see. Uh, I'm not going to sell it, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's priceless. Brother, love to see it. Thanks. Love to see it. Wow. Great podcast host. Put her there. (laughs) Let's go. Ladies and gents, count how many times we do knocks, and if you get the answer right, love to see it, baby. Love to see it. Love to see it. We are scooting and booting along in the episode. More good vibes in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. To the good old Ham Planet podcast, we are so happy to have you here. And it's Peter Ham, it's Samuel Hilliard, and now we are adding in a caller that we have on line one, Mr. Andrew Karenic. And it is Mr. Andrew Karenic from episode 36. Andrew, how are you feeling? Oh, we're feeling great right here in the Rockies, the good old Rocky Mountains in Winter Park, that. Colorado, coming to you live Rocky here. High Colorado, whereabouts is Rocky Mountain High? Brother, we're, we're high. We're way up. What mountain? Up in the mountains. Uh, uh, what location? Like, uh, what town? Don't have to be. Right. What? It's, it's just, you know, out there. Um, west of Denver. Guy. Anyways, we'll get west, west of Denver. It's, yeah. it's called Winter Park, brother. It's called Winter Park. Oh, right. hell yeah. Okay, he's in Winter Park. Uh, uh, Nice spot, brother. <laughs> Very nice spot. Great spot. Phenomenal Very nice spot. spot. Here you go. Thanks, Sorry about that. Can I hit this one time? Oh, yeah. Give it a clap. And we're live. And we're live. And we're live. We're live. Drewski, um, we're giving you a shout. We're giving you a call. We're giving you a ring-a-ding-ding because we have the who would you who would win segment. Correction. Who would win segment. Coming in live from Andrewski, is that correct? That that's what I heard. That's Ooh, what I, that's what the birds and the bees are saying. Did you hear that from the birds and the bees? That's, that's what, what I, I hear, brother. Brother, well, uh, what do you got? Right out of the gates. Right out of the gates, right? Right out of the I gates. You were Pipe starting it, hot. Peter. I thought you were starting it. Oh, okay. Right, okay. I, I got one for you. I got one for you. <laughs> Love to see it. Okay. <laughs> We got a, a pig versus a raccoon. What are you taking? I'm going raccoon. Uh, pig or like a feral hog? Just a barnyard pig? Outside like a barnyard pig. Interpretation. Okay, up to interpretation. <laughs> I'm going pig. Pig. Yeah, pig. They'll eat just about anything. They will, but a little weasel will get on your back. That's true. I don't know, but. Does the raccoon have enough force to bring down a, a full-grown pig? Who knows? Neither one are very vicious animals. They're not. Peter, I would think you have you have to go pig, senor. Yeah. Sheer size. The ham planet. I've the seen some. I, well, I mean, I love pigs. Podcast. I love pigs, but I'm thinking in a predatory <laughs> apex environment. 
who you taking? A raccoon who's got rabies or a pig who doesn't know his snout from his ass? I don't know if that's fair to assume all raccoons have rabies. I don't think it's fair for me to assume either of those <laughs> things, but I think it's true. All right. Well, I'm going pig. That's a good one, Drew. I love the pig, though. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going pig as well. I think just yeah. the pure mass. I think it, it's going to you – know, adrenaline's going to kick in when it's in <laughs> survival mode, and it's Bro, just going to go fly on sick. that pig, yeah. on that raccoon. Yeah. Okay. No chance for the raccoon. Love, love to see it. Okay, I'll fire one off. All right, Drew. I mean, uh, Samuel. Do you have? Do you want to? Should we just go in a triangle? I'll do one. Okay, I'll I'll throw one out there. Rambo versus Terminator. This is one of my staples. Uh, Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. He's got why? I mean, he's got built-in weapons, doesn't he? He hard, does. Hard to kill. Rambo's just a hu- like a human who's really badass. That'd be correct. I'll go Terminator. Terminator. Terminator, Terminator? For Samuel Hilliard. What about for Andrew Karenik? I'm going Rambo because I've made the interpretation that they're in the woods and uh, yeah. Rambo sneak, sneaking Rambo up knows on what him, he's doing in the take, woods, taking, taking the head off. He's just catching them by surprise. He's in his element. Guy's he's a beauty. Taking down the Terminator. Guy's a unit. Yeah. Fair enough. Guy knows what he's doing. Okay, Samuel. All right. How about uh, Peter? Who are you, who are you taking? Oh yeah. Who are oh, you oh oh oh! I'm taking Terminator. I got to be honest, brothers. Terminator is a cyber, cybernetic organism. Yeah, I mean he can kind of regrow. Cybernetic organism. <laughs> Hard to argue. With the it's fact. not easy to take down. He's no. not. He's not. He's a tough guy. All right. Here's mine. Um, Fifteen thousand rats. Sheesh! New York sewer rats versus. Ten wolves. Ten thousand. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen. I'm going the fifteen thousand New York rats. sewer rats. Rats? Are we talking New rats. York sewer rats? Or are we talking rats? Up to interpretation. Right? <sighs> up, to, up to interpretation. Yeah. Well, when I think of rats, I think of New York sewer rats, the thirty-pound bastards. <laughs> Thirty pounds? Holy shit, bro! They're they're nuts. They'll oh. eat. They'll eat bricks. <laughs> these things are bonkers i'll tell you what i've seen a few okay. not a good animal dirty animal you ever seen a wolf in a pack they communicate they're they're smart yeah i love wolves they'll they'll form a strategy they'll flank they'll yeah. the moon. i mean they yeah. are a lot faster yeah. i've got so the wolves can, in that scenario get away. i feel like there's just too much power that's like the titan versus human but i don't think a wolves wolves could eat eat that many rats i think they would be full they'd <laughs> i don't think be, they'd like, eat i don't think they'd eat stuck. them all i think they'd bite and throw bite That's and throw true. like a uzi machine gun yeah just hard, hard, hard who are you I, taking sam i think i'm going with drew i think fifteen thousand just sheer numbers just might be too much for the jaws all right respect I, I i think they do a uh, hundred they relocate because they move faster they're much faster than the rats and then they do another hunt and they just do it, you know, a couple cycles out. Fair enough. No wrong answers here. All right, I got I got one for you guys. Okay. All right, Andrew hey, Karinik with I, question I, number four. Uh, grizzly bear versus a rhino. Two Ooh. just monster beast. It's kind of sick. I've got, <laughs> you know, I've got the rhino because I feel like 
what animal do you know that has bit a rhino successfully and killed it? A snake. That's it. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know any. I don't know any meat flesh eating like a lot. I haven't. I don't know any lions who've gotten a rhino for dinner. Rhino's got that tough skin. It'd be hard to penetrate, but grizzly bears got that crazy strength. Uh, and probably and crazy more speed. Agility. That's a good. That's a good question, Jersey. Great question. I gotta go with the rhino because the rhino could penetrate the grizzly under the neck with his horn. Yeah, he could. And that's how he could get the kill. The grizzly has got to be very. Just keep it coming. Twelve rounds. I'm with you. I'm going rhino speed. because I feel like in this battle they would both just run at each other full speed, and the rhino with the horn would just get up under there, and it would be over before it starts. Yeah. Good question, Drew. Drew, who do you have? The rhino or the grizzly? To be honest, I think it'd be a sick fight. I think it'd just be no doubt. Entertaining to watch. Oh yeah. I think I gotta go. I think I gotta go rhino as well. I think they're just too strong. I think it's stronger than the grizzly. Yeah. Just too much mass. They can't wouldn't be able to. Now, I almost said two grizzlies versus a rhino. I'm taking two grizzlies versus one He's rhino. Oh, well, yeah. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Rhinos yeah. have the strongest necks of the animal kingdom. They do. I don't know that for sure, but you just you got to assume. I think it looks just seems. True. I mean, seems it's like that I would love to I'm yeah. trying to get that rhino neck. <laughs> trying. along nice. Drew, have you been working out your traps? No, dude, just full body send. Trap city? Full body send. <laughs> Shoulders, back, chest. Translates to traps. Hell yeah. Trap city, bitch. Trap, trap city. Yeah. Okay. Um, question number five on the docket, ladies and gents. Mark McGuire versus Barry Bonds. New York Street fight, bare knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Both in their primes? Steroid primes? 1999. Man. No, no, no. Let's go 2001. Well, I don't know. Isn't that when they were sauced to the gills? I don't know, brother. I really don't know. But well, was, I'm going Barry Bonds just because yeah. he hit more home runs than Mark McGuire. He did. Best hitter of all I'm, time. I'm going Mark, I'm going Mark, yeah. Mark McGuire. Yeah. Mark McGuire Mark, would get Mark, Mark McGuire was Mark on McGuire, That's what I was going to say. I feel like he's just got a, he's got enough rage that would just explode. Like it would just be Bro, insane. Would just like go his crazy. Blood pressure was a little too high. <laughs> like he'd either have a heart attack or, or rip, rip Barry's like arm off or something. <laughs> I hope. I mean, Mark, guy knew how to smack a ball. Gotta give that to him. They both did. They both did. They still do, by the way. <laughs> you think? Oh yeah. Do you think Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire? Could come in and DH successfully for. I bet Barry Bonds could. Yeah, yeah. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Put him in. Yeah, I think so too. Andrew, does Barry Bonds belong in the MLB Hall of Fame? I think he does. You know, I think he does, I mean, dude. If you know, if Roy's help, but they don't like. They don't help that much. They're not. Yeah, I mean. Regardless, I mean, they the have, hit, I mean, I've never hit, done what is it, seven hundred fifty-six. Yeah, he had a, is that more the number? That. Still, that was the record breaking home run that he hit. Oh, I think he had like uh, seven hundred eighty-seven. I'm trying to think. It was. I think seven, he was seven eighty-seven. Seven 
some it was 770 something i think i don't know maybe a little less we don't know we don't know we don't know a lot it was a lot i thought 787 it's up there i'm gonna look More it up real quick anyone else that's for sure and it was great talking to you drewski <laughs> That's it. Sam's got to go one more time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're still here. Oh, it just shut off. Oh, okay. I'm still here. It, it was 762. Seven Do I feel like still here? Oh, right. No, you don't have to, senor. Okay. Unless you got one on the dome. I don't have one right now. No, right. you oh. don't. Go ahead, Drew. Yeah. Oh, so was that too quick? It's tough out of the gate. No, no, no. We'll, we'll go again. We got. No, that's too easy. That's too easy. It's a gimme. It's like a it's like you a gotta make it golf tough. putt. Yeah. I was gonna go Hawk versus Eagle, Senors, but that's too easy. Yeah. That'd be Eagle. Eagle for sure. Eagle. Easy. All right, go Peter. You got another one? Fire it. I got one. I got one. Okay. You have elephant with rabies. Or gorilla on meth. <laughs> I'm going gorilla on meth because meth gives humans superhuman strength, from what I've heard. And gorillas already yeah, have I've that. seen those clips from the Florida the yeah. man in Florida. So gorilla with multiplied strength, you're not taking that sucker down. I don't uh, care. Well, it's it's well, it's an elephant. It's an elephant with rabies fighting against it. I'm still taking the meth down. I think I'm going. I'm going. I'm going elephant here. Yeah, I think it's just too big. It's too big. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, both scary. You know, I don't want to do rabies or meth personally. (laughs) Neither. I try and avoid both. I've never done meth. Just full disclosure. Full disclosure. You're a good guy. We. I think that's a given. Yeah. Um. Not your bad guy, if you know you maybe had some in the past, but you know, mm. we, we, I mean, pretty solid indicator. Yeah, hundo piece or hundo piece, Senor Drewski. What's I got, got one? I got one for you guys. I got one. Yeah, for let's you hear guys. it. Let's get let's get in the ocean a little bit here. Let's get in the deep. We got t- tiger shark versus hammerhead shark. Ooh. It's got to be Tiger close, sharks. I have to think. Those are pretty aggressive, right? Tiger sharks? Yeah. Well, attack. up to interpretation. Depends on how he was raised, probably. <laughs> it comes from a, a bad home. I got to go <laughs> with the hammerhead. Doesn't the hammerhead have more teeth due to the hammerheadage? Uh, Am I, a, I don't know. That's a good know? question. But they definitely got that 360 vision with the eyes out here. They do? That's sick, they dude. See it coming from what behind. if we had that shit, boys? That'd be great. Honestly, Sam would be hitting homers every swing. Sports would be completely different if we were all had hammerhead uh, type vision. Cricket? (laughs) It wouldn't even matter. You'd just be good at all sports. Just think about a hammerhead human. A quarterback. Think about a quarterback. Quarterback Manning would be amazing. He'd be pocket awareness. You'd see some guy coming up from behind you and you just duck and just go right over you. Yeah. Von Miller just flies right over your hammer head. Right over your hammer head. <laughs> or you just or you just do a backwards hammer headbutt. I'm right into his head. head. Yeah, I'm going hammer I'm going head. Tiger. I'm going I'm going tiger. I'm going tiger shark. 
I think I probably know a little bit more here. Tiger shark is massive. They're like 16 feet long. Ladies They're just Andrew giant monsters. Botanist. Marine biologist. <laughs> Marine biologist. <laughs> that has to do with plants. A botanist. <laughs> That's a... F- <laughs> it's oh, a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> marine biotinist. Sorry, technical difficulties. Camera man is drunk. Back to the show now. Drewski. Drewski, do you have any words of wisdom to the people this evening? Full send, full to send. send, full send. Never stop sending. You get Never knocked down. You just get back up. You start sending again, and then you send, and you send, and you send, and you can't lose when you're sending. It's a it's a no lose lifestyle. Amen. Wow! You absolutely <laughs> love to see it. Let's give it up for Drewski. That was beautiful. <laughs> Brother, All right, Drewski, gentlemen. Enjoy your trip, man. Good to see you. Brother, great All to right. see you. See you guys. Bless. We love you. Thanks for calling into the Hand Planted Podcast. I right, love you guys. Bye. Much love, brother. Bye. In the kitchen, wrist cooking like a stir fry. Damn. Where man. the birds fly. That's bars, cuz. That's more hey. bars than a prison. You know what's Gucci. This Welcome back to the Hand Planted Podcast rap channel. I'm just kidding. I'm not a rapper. I'm really not. I'm just a guy. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Good Old Ham Planet podcast. We are honoring Texas history, as you can see. Little Texas flag, little Davy Crockett. Love to see it. Samuel Hilliard, what is your favorite dish to cook? And if you can't give me one, you can give me multiple. I'd actually prefer multiple. Okay. I love smoking Salmon. Smoking salmon. On my trigger. It doesn't take very long, and I love the smoky flavor you get. I, I prefer to use pecan pellets. It gives it that nice smoky flavor, and the smoked salmon lasts a lot longer. You can save it. You cook it. You eat it for dinner. You put it on your avocado toast in the morning for breakfast. Throw it on some eggs. Uh, put some eggs in there if you want. I don't do that, but... <laughs> I love smoking salmon. Uh, the other thing I love cooking are tomahawk ribeye steaks. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar, buddy. I like throwing, I cook that on the trigger too. Get it to a nice internal of 130. Uh, Ooh, crisp, creamy. Crisp size. Well, it's, you know, medium Warm. rare. Yeah. Um, you know, pink center. Oh, yeah. Put a little you uh, need, seasoning you need, on there. You need it. Not too much. You let the, the flavor of the meat really do most of the talking. Let it speak for itself. Yeah. Give it a, give it a word at the mic. Yeah, give it a word at the mic. Yeah. And, uh, man, it's we just love a Davey lot Crockett. of meat. We're just a little hot in this. Yeah. Love Davey Crockett. Shout out, Dave. He's from Tennessee, but he's an honorary Texan. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Bravest man that the land's ever seen. <laughs> Built him, uh, or killed him a burr when he was only three. Senor, I was going to set it on top of... Oh, put it on the old crock? I, you know, Davy Crockett, Crockett on the crocodile. Croc. Uh, yeah, sure. Right can't, over the shades. Can't see, but that's okay. Nap time. Here we go. Let's let's let the guy see a little bit. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Smooth like butter, buddy. Um, brother, anything else outside of the tomahawk and the um, salmon? 
Those are my two favorite uh, proteins to cook. Uh, let me think here about the veggies. I, I really like... Um, Sam Hilliard, big veggies guy. Huge veggies guy. You got to keep the veggies in there. I love cooking Brussels sprouts. Uh, some people say my recipe for Brussels sprouts is world famous. It is world famous. I've, uh, I've, I've had some. Yeah. Little kids in India know about my Brussels sprout dish. Little kids in India know about Sam Hilliard Brussels sprouts, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so I go Fantastic. thick cut bacon. Ooh. I go lemon zest. Ooh. Garlic cloves. Ooh. Salt and pepper and olive oil. And you <sighs> bake it all together. You make Ooh. sure you get thick cut bacon because you go thin. It will burn the bacon before it cooks the Brussels sprouts. Got to go thick. And you got to make the Brussels sprouts crispy. Crispy. And then after they come out of the oven, a little balsamic glaze on top. <sighs> and uh, gives it that sweetness to go along with that crunch. With the Brussels and the, and the bacon crispiness. Ooh. I mean, Mama Mia. Don't drool on your computer or your tablet or your or your phone. Or your TV. Or your TV. Should be watching us on your TV. If you're not, you got to make sure to subscribe. Yeah, you got to subscribe. You got to subscribe. We got to put us on the put us on the big screen. Yeah. We'll talk about bacon on your big screen. Put us on the IMAX. Yeah. Yeah, put us on the IMAX. Yeah. Put us on 3D. You'll get your 3D glasses on. Get your Get your metaverse on. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, a little too much. No, yeah, big reality guy. Yeah, big re- big birds and the bees guy. Yeah. I like going on a walk, you know? Same. I like nature. I like... I'm against... Yeah. I'm like... I'm, yeah. Uh, we're on the same... Yeah. We... Yeah. The world's moving in that direction, but Sam Hilliard and Peter Ham are going to stay right here. I agree. We're going to go out in the country. We're going to shoot some guns. We're going to... Build a log cabin. Chop some wood. Chop some wood. Shoot some pheasants. Senor, I chopped wood. So I go work every morning when I wake up immediately to the gym. It's my routine. It's my staple. If I don't do it, I'm insane. For a week, instead of going to the gym, I was chopping wood like a lumberjack. Yeah. Senor, was... Some of the most sore I've ever been. It's hard to do. After a while, it's a great work. I set a timer for 60 minutes and would just say, throw the axe in my hand. Trainer Peter talking to normal Peter. Hey, 60 yeah. minutes. You just chop anything you can. And I mean, I there's mean, something about, you know, working out makes you feel good, but there's something about manual labor working out. Right. right. Chopping wood, throwing railroad spikes over your back. Yeah. Ooh. Never done that, but but no, no, no I mean it's like, in the same boat. I mean people in Ohio and uh, you know Philly. I mean they do yeah. that. Gratifying work makes you feel right. Good. Get your hands dirty a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean We're our society, the they need manly men. I'll say it right now. I'll say it here first. I agree. Our society needs you know manly men who can get shit done. We want them to be able to cut down a tree, but also close. Million dollar deals. That's right. And agree more. Yeah. If you can find, if you can do both, good shit. Yeah. Because that's what we need. Amen, brother. That's all we We need. We need manly men. We need manly men. We need manly men. It's what this nation was built on. That's right. And uh, I mean, if you ask me, the women, they like manly men. They do. They do. And if they say they don't, then they're lying. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, this is this is just the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Brother, love to see it. So we got through your favorite dishes, and we got through three amazing dishes. Brother, what are your three favorite? What what are your? Here we go, ladies and gents. <laughs> what are your three favorite wild game Ooh. to hunt? To hunt, brother Samuel. Okay. Um, white-tailed deer. White-tailed deer, number one. Number one. Um, Why white-tailed deer, number one? Well, I would love to try other uh, wild game. I would love to go elk hunting. Uh, bucket list hunt is a moose in Alaska. Just stuff like that fires me up. And, uh, I, well, I haven't had the chance to do it. But I shot my first white-tailed deer with a bow last year. And uh, well, the bow's hard. Yeah, it's just a different kind of hunting, man. You got to really get him in as close as possible. I'm not comfortable shooting over 40, 50 yards. So uh, when everything goes right, and you end up, you get your reps in. I got to give that to you, Samuel. You you're you're going to the farm and you're shooting the bow and arrow. Yeah, I, I shoot. I shoot a lot. I try my best. Because you got killing be- an animal with a bow and arrow, ladies and gents, is respect. You got to be dialed in if you're going to do it. Uh, it's very, it's very, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, manly shit. Yeah. It falls in that category. It's you old be school. Strong physically and you got to be strong mentally because the precision is next yeah. level. Cause there are times, you know, it's a 70 pound drawback and you got to hold it for a long time and the bow does a good job of holding a lot of that weight, but you got to be, um, you got to be somewhat physically capable, but yeah. I would say white tailed deer is number one. Number one, I like the white tail deer. I like the way it tastes too. Uh, number two, ducks. Love duck hunting. Quack quack, baby. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I, you know, a lot of people don't like duck the way it tastes, but I love it. And I, uh, it's I, delicious. Yeah, I pride myself as a little bit of a wild game chef. I can chef it up. I got the meat. What's your eater. favorite duck dish? Uh, duck dish. I like to spatchcock the duck. It's a cooking method where hmm. you cut the spine out mm. of the animal, of yep. the bird, and you flatten it out so uh, it cooks more evenly throughout the bird, and uh, it can render those nice duck fat juices This is up. amazing shit. For yeah. the ladies and gents out there who maybe are like, you know, oh, hunting's bad. Okay. First off, number one, think of factory firemen and shit. Number two, there's so much respect that I have, that I've even gained. I mean, just I've learned over the years, talking to the hunters, talking to my friends who hunt. So much respect and pride in harvesting the animal and then being able to cook it that, like, it doesn't get more natural than that. You know what I'm saying? It's gratifying. And to know exactly where your food came from is a really good feeling. Because you go to the store and you buy a T-bone steak, there's no doubt, well, there's a good chance that could have been a farm in Romania where they just yeah. put a cow in a blender. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, it could be. I mean, there's a good chance that cow was treated very poorly and it had a horrible life and it was tortured in some way. And it's just, you know, I don't love that. Yeah. So harvesting your own animal. Yeah. I love hunting, but you know, everything I kill, I'm going to try and eat. Absolutely. Every part of it. Like last time I went duck hunting, I ate a bunch of duck hearts Yeah. and they were not good. But I ate them. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend duck hearts. Would not. Would not. I fried them up like little duck nuggets. 
and dipped them into some sauce, like some Asian chili sauce. Mm-hmm. And still, still didn't cut still it. Still weren't that good. <laughs> Damn. Those that's ducks, good. <laughs> they might have had high cholesterol. <laughs> but uh, High seaweed percentage. <laughs> seaweed. <laughs> uh, number three on the wild game. Um, uh, I'll probably go. I like dove. Dove hunting is really fun. It's a social event. You can talk a lot like duck hunting, and uh, you get out there with your buddies, and you're hanging out. And these dove, they fly fast, and they're they're tiny. So yeah, it puts your shotgun shooting skills to the test. Harder than a pheasant, right? Yeah, it's harder than a pheasant. It's just faster and smaller. So you know, yeah, uh, you use a, a high shot, let the spread do the work. Right, but Aim. it's very tactical. I mean, it's calculated. It's it's just yeah it's calculated it's just fun it's fun get out there yeah sometimes you get blank sometimes you shoot a bunch of dove and we love to what most people do uh make dove poppers you get the little dove breasts and you uh wrap them in bacon a little jalapeno and grill making me hungry it's super easy and uh it's you know it's uh it's god's plan it's god's plan (laughs) i love it yeah you get me hungry senor okay but um is there any other remaining wild game that makes it top? Um, I mean, I've gone pheasant hunting. I uh, I haven't done too much other hunting. I've, have you got a hog? I have shot a hog. Is yeah, it greasy or is it a good time? You know, I've never eaten any hog. It's hard they to, have right? A they stigma eat. in Texas about how they're dirty, nasty animals that eat a bunch of whatever. No, they eat like trash and... They'll eat anything. Anything. Eat trash, they'll eat rats they'll eat i mean they're omnivores so they'll eat whatever they can eat uh which can be pretty sketch metal i don't know maybe they'll chew through some metal you know an alligator eats metal really frequently you think this guy had some metal yeah bro i was looking at the fort Worth Sioux. they had uh a full like knowledge panel on the gators and they're like this is what you can find in an alligator's stomach it had like a two liter of seven up, a metal chain, a kid's lunchbox, wow. a fucking ring. That's crazy. Um, like plastic bags. Wow. Uh, a battery, uh, <laughs> bottle, of Win- bottle of Windex. Yeah, AAA. <laughs> um, wow. A baseball. It had it all inside of this. It's really? like a Gator eats this. Dude, that's crazy. No, uh, no discrimination. <laughs> on the food but Bro, I heard, talk I, about not picky not picky not a picky eater oh we don't have we we're kind of running low on food tonight we might have to go ramen no it's okay i'll just eat some of the light bulbs <laughs> some light bulbs yeah just crunchy. give me some of the old light bulbs yeah aren't they out in the garage <laughs> yeah dude that's a little sketch gators sketch. are nasty animals probably worse diet than a hog but i have heard that hogs are good if you cook them correctly and people just have that stigma i can imagine yeah. uh, but you know the younger hogs are they're better than the big bastards yeah yeah brother love to see it love to see it yeah brother shifting gears a little bit shift brother you are a man who has persevered which i think we've addressed that made that clear brother there's a lot of fellow young brothers out there who are in a position 
where they need to persevere. What's some of your words of wisdom to them, Senor? Maybe the guy who's twenty one, the guy who's the guy who's nineteen, you know, maybe in the minors grinding. What's your words of wisdom? My words of wisdom would probably be um, work harder than everyone else. I mean, it's simple to say it that way, but another way to say it would be, and I saw Joe Burrow kind of said this the other day. It's like yeah. work hard in silence. Like don't don't put it on Instagram. Yep. Work hard um, because, you know, when you have that confidence of that you worked harder than the guy who's up on the mound as a hitter. Yep. Half more than half the battle of hitting is mental. So, uh, I mean, if you put that work in by yourself and you know that you worked harder than that guy on the mound and you have that confidence, then, you know, you're either predator or you're prey when you walk up to the plate and you you better make sure you're the predator because it, it, a lot of the at-bats are already over before you even step in the box. So I, I, I would say, I know it's a grind in the minor leagues, uh, but, it's 1000% worth it if you get to where you're trying to get. Um, and I believe if, if you're at that level, you're good enough and all it takes is just a little bit more effort and work than the guys next to you. That's what, that's what worked for me. I love it, brother. Yeah. Be better than yesterday and be humble. Um, as Ronald Reagan once said, there's no limit to what a man can achieve if he does not mind who gets the credit. Couldn't be truer. It's a dangerous man. A humble man is a dangerous man. Amen to that, brother. Yeah. And a salute to that. And a salute to the beauty of a Ronald Reagan quote. Yeah. You know I love me a Reagan quote. From the rafters. (laughs) Cheers. A beauty and a hot. Well, a little dry there. That's okay. Yeah. Sorry, brother. Going down smoother. Oh, yeah. Love to see it. Oh, yeah. I've been, um, ladies and gents, I've been continually trying to advance my bourbon knowledge, advance my bourbonism, mm-hmm. trying to get my PhD in bourbon gnostics. <laughs> and um, we're getting there. You're getting there, brother. I love to see it. We're getting there one step at a time. Never fails. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. That'll make you strong. That'll put hair on the chest, hair on the ankles. Brother Samuel, I know that we absolutely want to give a shout out to the project you're working on, the Team Hilliard Golf Tournament. Mm-hmm. Brother, what details can you give us about that? Well, we're having our first annual Team Hilliard Golf Tournament in honor of my father um, on October 31st of 2022 at the Texas Rangers Golf Course in Arlington. Um, I love that. Renovated two years ago, so it's looking nice and spiffy. An amazing Uh, course. Great course. And, you know, they got great amenities and just it's like a bar and grill type atmosphere when you walk in the the clubhouse. Absolutely. And we're Um, all there for the cause. Yeah, and it'll be, you know, we're currently working on becoming our own foundation because Team Hilliard was just kind of a, 
right. an organization that we made to help other foundations raise money, but now we're going to get the paperwork and we're almost done uh, to raise our own money and put it to where right. we be want a, it to be. be a certified yeah. nonprofit. Whether that means giving it to organizations we want or giving it to specific families that we know are in need in the area. Um, but we're going to raise a lot of money and we got a bunch of big league guys coming out to play uh, where where threesomes can come and pay money and buy a package to play around a golf with a big leaguer. Um, we're going to have a, a couple guys out there. And so we got that going. And also I'm working with uh, my agent right now to do a youth baseball camp in Denver uh, in the middle of the season. A little another way to uh, just kind of get in touch with the community, the and kids, grow the, game too. grow the game and also raise awareness for ALS and raise uh, funding and just kind of get, get the team Hilliard name out there and just the awareness of ALS uh, to people in Denver. And, uh, uh, you know, we got some other exciting stuff going on uh, too. That's in the works. That's probably too early to talk about, but Absolutely. those two things are big. Those are huge. We're really looking forward to that golf tournament because my mom and my brother and me are, we've put in a lot of work and, um, you know, it's it's going to be good. We got a lot of good people working on it. We got a little committee set up, and uh, we love got that. some good plans for it. So it's going to be fun. I love it, brother. I yeah. love it, brother. Appreciate that. Is there a way the ladies and gents out there can connect with TM Hilliard and uh, contribute to the cause, learn about the cause? Yeah. I mean, you can go to Team Hilliard on Instagram. Uh, the link in the bio is uh, our website. It kind of tells Perfect. a story. Uh, you have an opportunity to donate if you want, buy a shirt. Uh, we're working on the website too. We're going to update it and whatnot after we, we finish up becoming our own foundation. And, I love it. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, you can go on there and if you want to help out, you can buy a shirt. If you want to do more, you can tr- try and sign up for this tournament. Yep. Um, but it's going to be fun. We, we want to see Absolutely. you, Brother Peter, out there swinging the old stick. Oh, we're going to be there. Uh, we're going to be there. My father loves golf. He's a pretty good golfer, so it only seems right to have a, an old tourney in his honor. It couldn't be more perfect, brother. Yeah. I love it. going to be a great day. Amen. Thanks for letting me talk about that. Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you give uh, Team Hilliard a follow on Insta and definitely connect and find any way you can contribute being involved because, as you know, me and Samuel and a lot, I mean, in all of America, you know, we are uh, we're a team we're a team that's right and senor I'm glad to have you on my team thanks for being on my team third man. fist bump baby yes sir and senor we've had a fantastic evening I've got one would you rather before we close fire it off this show brother would you rather live on Mars or live on the moon? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I think I'm going to go moon. Moon. For a couple of reasons. And let me explain why. Um, I get, you know, I get a little homesick from time to time when I'm gone. The moon's yep. just a little bit closer than Mars. So maybe I could just fire up the old rocket ship and come back home if I ever get homesick. Oh, you absolutely could. Um, the moon is always lit up by the sun, except for in a eclipse scenario. I would, True. So I can get my tan on if I want. I would never go to the dark side. That's a little sketch. 
Yeah. And I also heard that the moon is made of cheese. I've heard that as well. I, I'm, I don't, I do not, cannot confirm if it's true or false, but you got to know. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. I mean, you got to trust the science. So that's another reason. Uh, but probably the moon. Probably, yeah, the, probably moon. the moon. Probably the moon, brother. I love yeah. to see it. Yeah, brother. What about you? Brother, I'd go moon as well. Yeah. I think you gave the exact answer I would, to be quite blunt. Well, brother, next question. Did you enjoy your time in the galaxy of good vibes? I sure did, brother. I, you know, I think this time was even better than the last. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's always such a good time zooming through the galaxy with you of good vibes. We're moving fast. Uh, you, you do a great job. The studio's looking great. You always keep it fun and light and furta. Absolutely, brother. And We're all about good vibes and great people yeah. and glorious stories. That's right. We did all that stuff tonight and... You know, I'm just, I'm blessed to have a friend like you and this is always a good time, man. Blessed, brother. Now we're going handshake. Beautiful handshake. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed tonight's episode, make sure to share it with your mom, dad, uncle, brother, sister, and anyone who needs a dose of the good vibes because as we always say, you can never overdose on the good vibes, ladies and gents. And with that being said, Sam, where can the fine folks out there find you on the interwebs? On good old Insta. What, where can we get good old Senor? I would say Instagram. Uh, Senor Samuelson is my, uh, what do you call it? My Instagram username. Instagram username. At Senor Samuelson. Yep. Uh, it goes back to my senior year of high school when I made that name. Yep. Um, so I would never change if, it. If you want to know the story, go watch Sam's first episode. Yeah. Episode number four. Well, with that being said, ladies and gents, we love you. We appreciate you. And we hope you had a hell of a time. Because me and Samuel, we had a ball. That we did. With that being said, ladies and gents, we will see your beautiful faces very soon.